Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks take down the Lakers 109-104, to and despite LeBron's late-game heroics, Luka still won the day. So, as we get into this game, Mavs fans, this was the tale of two halves when it comes to the Mavericks versus the Lakers. The Mavericks managed to hang on and come back at the end to win this one as they went down late, but the Mavericks were up by as much as 21 points in this game. Um, it, it came down to a duel between LeBron and Luka, and really you can't ask for much more than that at the end of a good game. But the Mavericks were up huge in the first half and should have never let this game get down the way that it was. Uh, you got to give the Lakers some credit. They did fight back. And as I said, it was LeBron James who brought them all the way back in that third quarter as he decided to start making three-point shots all over the place. And I'm not a uh, over-the-top LeBron fan or anything like that. I, I can't say he's not great. The guy is... A, absolute dominant NBA player but I just want to say I just don't like some of his antics that just appear a little uh not genuine um I, I don't know what what else to say about him he is a phenomenal player though and he showed that in the third quarter of this game bringing his team back after they were down by so many points uh it, it was the LeBron show in the third quarter that made this game tight and actually let the Lakers take a lead by six points in the fourth quarter on the Mavericks, and things started to look a little scary. Uh, despite some of the good games of some of our players and things that were going on, you started getting a little worried in this one because, as I said, in the first half, things couldn't have gone much better for the Mavericks, and everybody was hitting. Everyone was playing well. It was just a matter of them um, taking their foot off the gas in the third quarter and letting the Lakers get back in it. Um, you really hope that the Mavericks wouldn't let something like that happen all the time. Um, but they are still a team that is learning some things about themselves with the new players that we've incorporated in, and seeing which way we go from there. But letting the Lakers come back and, and a Lakers team who's not playing that good right now, it's a little disappointing. You would expect us to be able to keep the lead against this team when we took it up as big as we did because we did have a lot of contributions from a lot of our players in tonight's game. Of course, Luka led the way and won this game for the Mavericks in the fourth quarter because, as I said, after the Lakers took that six-point lead late in the game, it was Luka's uh, legendary performance against LeBron in the final three possessions that won this game for the Mavericks. And, man, you got to love Luka's attitude. you got to love his approach at the end of a game to want to take LeBron one-on-one. -on -one. There are not very many players in the league that are going to choose to go with that type of offense at the end of a game. But with Luka doing that, it made LeBron focus on just him. And he wasn't able to be a help defender at any point late in this game. And that makes a big difference. When you're making LeBron be an on-the-ball defender versus letting him kind of float back there, read passes, and intercept them, you're taking him out of the equation on the defensive side of the ball that way. And... For Luka to, to take that battle up with him and to win it late in this game just adds to the greatness that is Luka Doncic in this one. And Luka tonight ended 
with 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists, going 9 of 21 from the along with two blocks and one steal. So Luka didn't hit a single three-pointer in this game to get to those 25 points, but he did it in the lane. He did it getting and one calls, and he did it with a few beautiful shots at the end of this game against LeBron one-on-one. And you got to look. I personally do not like the Lakers as an organization. I'm programmed to hate them as a Maverick fan, so I can't ever be... Um, not excited to watch us beat the Lakers and to see Luka doing it in this fashion going against LeBron one-on-one was beautiful in this game but you had some guys who really did play well for the Mavericks in this one that helped Luka in this game and in the first half that mainly was Dorian Finney-Smith who finally had a good game Um, he hadn't been shooting all that well over about last five games really since he got his contract uh, Dorian has kind of fallen off a little bit but in this one he was able to get it going for himself especially shooting from the three-point line in the second quarter Dorian ended with 16 points nine rebounds and two assists going six of ten from the field three of seven from the three-point line along with one block and one steal so Dorian was getting himself going in there and it's good for Dorian to get that shot going again for himself as he had been off a little bit especially with the last five games him not shooting all that well it was good to have him hitting some of those shots in tonight's game and helping Luca as a good defender and shooter in this game because Luca is going to find you he's going to give you the opportunity to make open shots and as long as Dorian can do what he's been doing all season long he's going to continue to do well as he did in this game because you had to deal with Dorian defending LeBron and sometimes Luke and sometimes Bullock defending LeBron as well. So between those three guys, you got great defense against LeBron, who was playing the center position for the Lakers in this game. And apparently he's been doing that over the last few games for the Lakers playing the center spot. Now, I know we're undersized, um, but to see LeBron playing center is kind of crazy because Powell, even though he is an undersized guy, is a big center in this game when LeBron is the starting center for the Lakers. So Powell had a big part in this game as well in the 21 minutes that he played, putting up 13 points, 7 rebounds, and going 4 of 4 from the field. So you got what you needed from Powell from the center position going against an undersized LeBron trying to defend him. So I'm glad to see Powell could take advantage given the opportunity against a smaller guy. Uh, and it's good for a change for us to see that as Maz fans, getting to see Powell actually be the big guy out there instead of just getting mauled over by some of the other bigs in the NBA <laughs> that we've been seeing happen over the last few games. Even though we've been winning and great team defense has been winning out the day, Powell has been taking an absolute beating against some of these bigger centers in the league over the last two weeks. So good for him to take a little bit of a, a break from the big guys and to ha- only have to defend against LeBron Uh, As crazy as it is to say that, it's good for a guy who's been getting beat up by big guys in the lane. So other than that, we did have a bit of a scare in the first half with our other starting guard who's been playing so well and played well in this game is Jalen Brunson. Brunson tonight played 34 minutes, gave you 22 points, two rebounds and four assists, going nine of 15 from the field and four of six from the three-point line, along with four steals. Brunson got it going from the three-point line early in this game and he was really hitting that shot extremely well he did go down with an injury where Taylor Horton Tucker stepped on his ankle on a landing and uh, it was definitely unintentional I I don't think he meant to land on him like that how could he but he landed right on Brunson's ankle and it looked pretty scary there for a minute 
Brunson did play for a moment and then ended up being subbed out and going back to the locker room, but he did return in the second half and he played extremely well for the Mavericks because as I said, his shot was really on in this game and if you left him open from the three-point line, you were asking for it. As I said, going four or six from the three-point line is something that you really love to see from Brunson and a good thing that he did not end up getting more injured than what it looked like he was going to end up being after that uh, injury that, that could have been worse. And the only other guy in the starting lineup who did not get into double-digit points tonight for the Mavericks was Reggie Bullock. His shot is is a work in progress <laughs> again. Um, he, he's not a cold shooter, that's for sure. He had got it going right before the All-Star break. And of course, um, that time had to be taken off by everyone. And it kind of put him back into his uh, cold state and, and hopefully he can shake off the the rust that built up over the all-star break and get his shot going again as tonight he only gave you seven points six rebounds and one assist going two of nine from the field and one of seven from the three-point line but as I said he did play good defense he did have one steal and one block in this game uh, Bullock hopefully would just kind of get back to where he was prior to the All-Star break, and then we'll be even uh, more successful as a team as we uh, go into the next matchup with the Golden State Warriors here on Thursday. So um, good for all of our starters to play as well as they did in this game. Good for everyone on the Mavericks to to have a uh, good win against a Lakers team who gave it their best shot. LeBron went out there and played absolutely out of his mind in that third quarter to try to bring them back and try to win this game for the Lakers. So it was good for the Mavericks to take that punch, to take the best shot that the Lakers could give, and then still end up with the victory. So great on our starters and, and everything that they did. You had to match what LeBron was doing, and you definitely got that. And then, of course, the Mavericks have been having insane bench production since the new guys have arrived. And we'll go into the bench squad and what they did coming up next after the break. So... With our starters having played as well as they have in this game, the Mavericks just need that extra push from our bench to make sure we win a lot of these closer games. And we're going to see that a lot as the playoffs roll around. You're going to need your bench to be able to come in, give your starters some minutes to rest, and still sustain offense or still produce great defense. So to have the Mavericks bench playing it the way they are right now, you couldn't really ask for much more. The Mavericks defense has been stellar this year. And the bench is a big part of that. And the main guy who is part of that off the bench is Maxi Kleba. Maxi is a guy who may not always put up big scoring numbers. He had a few 20-point games um, right before the All-Star break, and he was getting his shot going. But I don't look for Maxi to always be just a scorer for the Mavericks. He is someone who brings a defensive mindset and culture that the Mavericks have to have from the center spot because he is our only aggressive and physical big man in the paint so to have Maxi playing the way he has been lately is just a great sign for the Mavericks moving forward tonight Maxi played 27 minutes gave you six points seven rebounds and one assist going three of five from the field and 0 of one from the three-point line but had two blocks and one steal and was playing great defense on LeBron in this game so that's what to me brings another dimension from our bench and our center spot is to have a player like Maxi, who isn't necessarily a center but can play the position and play it at an extremely high clip so 
You gotta love what he's doing for the Mavericks right now, and you gotta love the the energy that Maxi brings off the bench because he usually comes in fairly quickly for Powell. And it's not a matter of that Powell doesn't <laughs> give decent production. It's a matter of Powell usually gets in foul trouble early in a lot of games, and because of that, you have to go to Maxi as the only other center on the roster, and he's just been producing for us. He has been showing the Mavericks uh, they made the right move by giving him that extension a few years ago, which they're going to have to do again next season as well. But to have Maxi being as versatile as he is for this team, it's, it just speaks volumes for uh, the scouting to get another guy from the same hometown as Dirk on this roster and playing this well for our Maverick team, especially coming in off the bench. But we got to talk about the main guy off the bench now, and that is Spencer Dimwitty, who is just really playing with extreme confidence right now for the Mavericks. And you got to love it from Dimwitty. He is someone that can get his own shot. He can score. He can be explosive at times. And he had really not been playing well at all this season for the Washington Wizards. But to have him now playing at a high rate for the Mavericks, man, it's really exciting because he has really just been a perfect fit. You couldn't have asked for it. I, I don't really know what to say because when I was looking at trades for the Mavericks and obviously after this trade happened, I wasn't overly excited for it. I wasn't jazzed about the whole thing. But Spencer Dinwiddie has came in and really found his role on this Maverick roster. And he's fitting in perfectly as another ball handler. Um, Brunson sometimes is undersized. So you have to go to someone else to be able to handle the ball. And Dimwitty is just doing extremely well at that role right now for the Mavericks. When you need another uh, guy who can dribble it out and find open guys, Dimwitty is just filling that role to perfection for the Mavericks right now off the bench. In this one, he played 24 minutes, got 14 points, one rebound along with nine assists, going 5 of 11 from the field, and two of five from the three-point line along with one block of his own. So he fills up the stat sheet for the Mavericks. As I said, nine assists. Almost a double-double with points and assists. And you love to see that from another guy at the guard position coming in off your bench. And this Maverick team right now, I mean, I think has found a guy that is going to be important to them uh, moving forward because he does take a lot of pressure off Luka. And he has been hitting... Clutch shots at the end of games for the Mavericks to help Luka, to take that pressure off of him. And again, it's not something I expected. I did not expect this type of performance for Dimwitty as a Maverick, but he has proved me wrong and he has showed that he can be that other guy to help this Maverick team as we make a playoff push this season. So it's going to be real interesting because he is a guy who um, loves to compete and loves to win. So he can actually probably ratchet his game up just a little bit when it comes to the uh, playoff atmosphere. So it's exciting to see what, what Dinwiddie is doing right now for the Mavericks. And hopefully he can continue on this clip that he's been on and really help us uh, come playoff time. And really, when you look at the bench, there were very many other players that actually played in this game as we only had Bertans and Josh Green were the only other players to come off the bench. Um, Josh Green, again, in limited minutes, playing extremely well and showing his energy and just uh, love for the game when he's out there on the court. Played 10 minutes, had six points, four rebounds, and two assists, going three of three from the field. So you love to see that kind of production from him and then also the defensive mindset that he plays with when he's out there on the court.
I love seeing it from Josh Green. I know people are still on the fence about him, and there's a lot of questions when it comes to Josh Green. But when he's out there, you never see a lack of energy and effort. That guy goes 100 miles an hour and, and does everything he can to help this Maverick team in the time that he is uh, out there on the court. So for him to play only 10 minutes and still give you the, the production that he did in this one, it's exciting for him. Uh, I love to see it. And uh, it's something that I hope continues for the Mavericks moving forward. I, I, I'm not sure what kind of role Green is going to have on our roster moving forward. But if tonight is any indication... There were only four players that played off the bench, and Josh Green was one of those guys, and he did give you production during that time. Hopefully, that is a sign of things to come and good things to come for Josh Green as we move forward into this uh, post-All-Star portion of the season. So, Bertans was the only other guy that did play in the game for the Mavericks off the bench, and um, he did not make a basket in this one as well. Obviously, we knew when Bertans came here that he was struggling from the three-point line. He did make some good baskets for the Mavericks and helped us get a couple wins pre-All-Star break. And, you know, maybe it's a matter of him having pretty high adrenaline and just uh, wanting to do well. So he was making those shots for the Mavericks. Hopefully, he can get it turned back on and... Uh, get those shots to start falling again because if Bertans and Dimwitty are both going to play the way that they have shown so far with the Mavericks, it, it can really just make this Maverick team that much more dangerous. And, and you got to love it um, to have them come in against the Lakers and play as well as they did. It was fun. And then, of course, the one thing that Bertans was most known for in this game was getting into it with LeBron James in the third quarter with about three and a half minutes left. Bertans tried to take a charge, and of course it didn't end up going his way. LeBron had something to say to him afterwards, and Bertans did not shy away and uh, had some words right back with LeBron. So it, it's funny to to think about that. He he was jawing out there with LeBron, um, but Bertans is a guy who does have a competitive edge as well, and and. I think that will also help this Maverick team moving forward. So this was a great win for the Mavericks to have it come down to a LeBron Luka showdown in the second half of this game. And for Luka to pull out the victory, it's just really just fun. <laughs> you can't really say it any other way. And um, for those people out there who were trying to say Luka seen what John Morant did and wanting to have a good performance, I want to say it's the other way around because Lucas had two 50-point performances uh, in the month of February. So <laughs> maybe it was Ja who seen what Luca did and then decided to score 50 points. And then Luca just went out against the Lakers and does what he does and put up another huge performance. So great win for the Mavericks. Great one-on-one -on -one matchup for Luca and LeBron. And uh, another win for this Maverick team, 109-104. to And... Let's continue on this win train for the Mavericks as our next game is coming up, as I said, on Thursday night at 7.30 against the Golden State Warriors. And hopefully we can continue our California dominance. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen in next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.